When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2205, What We Can Learn from Christmas Eve, by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Thursday, Merry Christmas Eve if you're celebrating. I have an article today that is perfectly timed, so with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. What We Can Learn from Christmas Eve by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. Christmas Eve, the perfect picture of anticipation, sleepless excitement for something we've been waiting all year for. Every year on December 24th, my parents let us open a present. This was a teaser, a taste of things to come, and we kids relished it. Of course, it wasn't much of a surprise. My mom almost always got us new pajamas, even when we didn't need them. But still, it was a ritual of hope, one in which we celebrated the gift of giving, the joy of gratitude. Christmas morning, an unfortunate picture of disappointment. I'm obviously only one person with his own set of experiences, but as I talk to others, I find similar feelings of frustration. As I get older, many people seem to develop a general distrust toward any day that promises to fill the emptiness they felt all year long. This explains the rise in suicides during this season and why for some, Christmas is a reminder of the inevitable letdown of life. The unfortunate answer to the question, did you get everything you wanted? Is, of course, no. And we feel terrible about this. Why can't we be happy? Why can't we be satisfied? Will we ever be content with what we have, with the gifts in our stockings, the toys under the tree? Why this constant thirst for more? Maybe the answer lies in the night before the big day. Enter Epiphany. When I was studying abroad in Spain my junior year of college, my host mom, Loli, told me Christmas Day is important in her culture, but not celebrated the same way as in the US. The more she told me, the more I wondered if there was some hidden wisdom in how the Spaniards celebrated Christmas. She said her family gets together on December 24th, La Noche Buena, the good night, and has a church service, sometimes followed by a gift exchange. The day, though, isn't about gift-giving. It's about celebration and commemoration, feasting and family. It's not about me, it's about we, about being together, not getting things from each other. This was a revelation to me that an entire culture could avoid the pressure placed on a day typically about consumption and refocus it on slowing down. Instead of spiraling into credit card debt and frantically rushing around to pick up last-minute gifts, they simply enjoy the time they have together. Wow, could such a thing exist?
Of course, that's not to say the Spanish don't give gifts, they do. On January 6th, they and many others around the world celebrate Epiphany, a holiday I heard nothing about while growing up in the Midwest United States. This is the day of the Magi when the wise men traditionally brought gifts of frankincense, gold, and myrrh to baby Jesus. For many cultures around the world, this is when the gifts come. So what are they doing for those two weeks in between Christmas and Epiphany? Waiting, of course. Although we had several Bibles in the house while growing up, I didn't often open one except around Christmas. Every December, I'd peel back the leather cover of my dad's Bible and read the story of Jesus' birth. I'm not sure what drew me to it. I just knew there was something important in those pages that I was missing on TV and in the holiday movies I was seeing. Although I read the same story every year, I somehow missed the distinction between Christmas and Epiphany, the time in between the birth of Christ and the arrival of the Magi. Some cultures build this wait time into their celebration of Christmas, seems to make the holiday and the anticipation leading up to it that much more significant. Such a tradition reminds us that every arrival is not an event, but a process. And I tend to forget that. Christmas is about the waiting, not the arriving. What does this talk of Christmas and gifts and magi have to do with you and me and how we spend our everyday lives? I'm an adult now and the glory of what December 25th once held has now faded. I no longer sit at the bottom of the basement stairs in the morning awaiting the arrival of seven o'clock, my parents shouting down to tell me I can come up and see what Santa brought. But even now, I'm living in anticipation of things to come, not just in winter, but all seasons. After years of learning important lessons about life, I now realize that the magic of Christmas was never about the day. It was always about the waiting. Life is full of good things we haven't yet experienced. Finding a spouse, having that first child, taking the long-awaited vacation after years of hard work, retiring, graduating, becoming who we always wanted to be. However, if we're not careful, we can rush through the process of living on our way to the next big arrival. We can waste hours and days and years looking at our watches, eager for the following appointment. Our journey is full of rest stops, park benches, and airport terminals that signal the arrival of things we anticipate. Sometimes they're worth the wait, other times the glory doesn't shine quite like we'd hoped. Regardless, we need to learn to live in this tension, to appreciate what we have and still hope for. This process isn't easy, we all know that, but it's part of being human and what connects us to each other. What are we waiting for? We are all waiting for something, and in the wait, there's a necessary tension, even frustration, that doesn't fully resolve. This doesn't mean some things aren't worth waiting for. It just means we don't always get what we want and rarely does it come all at once. Believe it or not, this is a good thing. Just like the delayed gratification between Christmas and Epiphany, we need to understand that the wait sometimes is essential to appreciate the gifts that come, no matter how much we hate the process. So through the angst and anticipation, in our longing to have and be more, we need to learn to enjoy this place, to slow down and be present, and to give thanks for it all. Maybe the lights on Christmas morning won't shine as bright as you expected, but that's because December 25th was never supposed to be the finale. It was always just the beginning. One more, albeit significant, day in the process of all things becoming new. 
And what better day to remember that we are not done, that the story is still left a little incomplete and there is work yet to be done. What better day than Christmas? So tonight or tomorrow or whenever you might hear this, I hope you remember Epiphany. Wherever you are in the process of becoming, I pray you pay attention to the undoneness of life, the lack of resolution that often accompanies this season. And I implore you to appreciate that with every arrival comes a lack of resolution, one that keeps you waiting, keeps you longing, and truly keeps you living. You just listened to the post titled What We Can Learn From Christmas Eve by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thank you to Jeff. The timing of this for me is impeccable, not just because of the Christmas Eve thing. I mentioned this a few weeks ago and in my weekly newsletter at oldpodcast.com, that I've been tracking my mood every single day. Basically, the app will send a notification to me at eight o'clock every night or whenever I want and ask me, what's my mood? And to really quickly choose what activities I did that day. And one thing I've realized through the weeks I've been doing this now is that besides relationships and hanging out with friends and family, giving me a boost in mood that day, one other piece of the puzzle that I never realized before is exactly what Jeff mentioned in this article, anticipation. If something exciting was coming up in the days before, my mood would be up. I was enjoying that thrill of knowing that something's about to happen that I've been looking forward to. So personally, I couldn't agree more. And I would definitely encourage you to think about this one, especially around the holidays. Or if you have a birthday coming up, an event, try to relish that. For me, my mood boosted as I anticipated the release of 12 new podcasts that I'm producing daily, a ton of work, but the anticipation made it all worthwhile. If you don't have something coming up that you're looking forward to and you're finding that your mood these days has been a little off, try to plan something, anything, that you think you'll look forward to and can cheer you up. I really think it can help. So with that, have a Merry Christmas Eve, one full of anticipation, and I'll be here tomorrow for Christmas Day. So have a great one and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.